Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Valerie Z, the founder of Spiritual Cardio, a 10-week group coaching program that teaches women how to make peace with their inner truth and practice self-love, where we heal in community by interrogating our inner demons until they lose power over us. I'm bringing you the powerful spiritual practices that helped birth my transformation because I want the same for you. I'm going to teach you how to build a love story with yourself and your inner child. So let's go. Hi, everyone. Thank you for coming back and tuning in to the Spiritual Cardio Podcast. This is episode five, and we're talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness is an act of self-love. It's a hard practice to initiate because strong emotions, those emotions that we don't want to face, are tied to the memories that haunt us. But forgiveness is going to help dissolve the fog that those emotions create. It's a fog that blocks our connection to the joy that we all have available to us. Forgiveness is going to help silence the noise in our hearts so that we can direct attention to what truly matters most. It helps us open up a portal into the unknown. And in the unknown is where the ultimate beauty of life happens. It's where we meet the value of healing. And the vitality of humility opens up our heart for the first time. It's messy and magical just to let it all go. This is such an important part of our growth because without forgiveness, we're stagnant emotionally and spiritually. We carry bitterness in our hearts and broadcast it energetically, which is a disservice to us and the world around us. Forgiveness helps us connect to our God-given gifts through joy, and that divine joy is blocked if we carry a heavy mass of hate. And I know, I know forgiveness is a hard spiritual practice because the shit we've been through sucks and our hatred toward those who hurt us is valid I know I understand 100% but here's the thing it's not helping us move forward in our personal development it's just not and that's the reality and so I know that some of us want to pretend that we're fine because our pride and ego doesn't allow us to open the door to what's behind the scenes. But what if the self-actualized version of you is waiting behind that door? What if the next level of your greatness is lying just beyond that bitterness? What if when you rise above the negativity that's holding your heart hostage, the next level of your consciousness awakens and it leads you to your destiny? What if you decided to start loving yourself so much that you made peace with each and every chain that imprisons your heart, and in doing so, it unlocks 
That's what this work does. I used to walk down the street and never acknowledge or notice anyone. I was a frozen person. I was a frozen being. And after doing this work, <laughs> I smile and wave at people. Maybe it's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know. I say good morning to passerbys. I'm warm and friendly. It's as though this work gradually defrosted me. It's crazy how my life is transformed with spirituality. I was so desperate to heal when I started recognizing that my ego's toxic protection was a wall, hiding my inner truth. But here's the thing. You don't have to be desperate to do inner work. It may just be that you're noticing certain behaviors aren't serving you. It may just be that you want to reach a higher level of consciousness and recognize that you're blocked. It may just be that you're growing tired of your cycles of pain. Whatever it is, this work will change your life. I love who I've become as a result of it. And <laughs> no, I'm not perfect by any means. I can be impatient <laughs> and snappy at times, but I don't beat myself up about my imperfections or shortcomings. Whereas before, self-criticism was my autopilot. It was so embedded in me that my mind unconsciously beat me up 24-7 and I didn't notice it. And so now I'm able to notice the shame when it surfaces. I check my ego daily and I love myself through the process of self-correction. I have to because I know the other side of it is being at war with myself. And that doesn't serve me, nor the world around me. When we stop pretending that we don't wear these shackles that hold us back, God can start helping us remove them. In order for God to come in, we've got to find a way to open the door. Honesty with ourselves opens the door. Forgiveness opens the door. Forgiveness is having mercy on yourself. It's freeing yourself from the bondage of bitterness and hate, which keeps the war within us going. So I'll ask you this. Will you consider forgiveness as a weapon of healing? Forgiveness isn't about inviting those who hurt us into our life again, or being a doormat. Absolutely not. That's not what this is about. But forgiveness blesses us with a different lens so that we can see that those who hurt us were and probably still are suffering. It allows us to see the humanity in people and in ourselves. And most importantly, we need to forgive ourselves for everything. So I ask you, what do you feel guilt for? What do you hate yourself for? What makes you feel like you're bad on the inside? This is why self-inquiry, and that's episode two if you haven't heard it yet, why self-inquiry is so important. Because if you're willing to get radically honest with yourself about all the shit you've been through, this work is so fucking healing. It's liberating, one step at a time, one day at a time. 
Do the work wholeheartedly. Forgive if you want to tap into the divine joy that lies dormant in you. If you want to cultivate genuine love in your heart for yourself and others, this is how we make peace with our story. This is about self-discovery, healing, and self-mastery. This work is about dismantling all that blocks our connection to our joy. And when I speak of joy, I'm referring to the divine loving energy of God that resides within us. It's a balance within our hearts that carries us into the day knowing that we're okay, knowing that we're both loving and lovable, that there's no more pain trying to pull us into hurting ourselves. Joy isn't conditional. It doesn't need alcohol or drugs or whatever other vices there is. It's constant warmth embedded in you because you've slayed the darkness that once drove you to destroy yourself. I don't know if these words quite capture true joy. I surely hope so. <laughs> but it's just a fucking beautiful life, you guys. It really is. Here's the thing. We're human beings, and this is life, so it will throw us curveballs often. There's always going to be peaks and valleys to walk through. However, this work builds our spiritual stamina. It develops our resilience, which becomes our superpower. And the self-awareness we build helps us recognize our ego's toxic side, trying to peek through. While the humility that we've allowed to heal us will help us remove the entitlement to a perfect life. Because perfection doesn't exist. In order to fully open your heart and fully love yourself and others, forgiveness is essential. You deserve this. You are worthy of your forgiveness and love. I think the world conditions us to feel unworthy of loving ourselves by programming us to seek external validation from a very young age. And it distracts us from what truly matters in life, which is our own validation, our own love. And so it's the work we do in the dark when no one is watching day after day that truly transforms us. It plants the seeds for our rebirth. We stop suppressing and start validating ourselves by acknowledging everything we've been through. We're now being seen and heard by the person who matters most. And that's the person in the mirror. You. In doing this work, you plant seeds of love for yourself and also how you want the world to receive you. Forgiveness is a practice of self-compassion. It's finally giving your heart the break that it so rightly deserves. And your life is a reflection of what you carry in your heart. This is a transformational journey and a transformational practice. My life changed when I started this journey. And at one point I found the courage to discuss those painful memories with my parents where before I couldn't do that because I was so consumed with shame and guilt. You'll have to surrender your feelings about that situation and place it on God's altar. 
to liberate you from the chains of bitterness. And please know that you're not devaluing what happened to you, nor the pain it caused you. But you are choosing to uproot and release the anger, rage, and shame it inflicted upon you. Pain allegiance to negative emotions creates a blockage in our quest for inner peace, self-love, and our highest consciousness. It's oppressive to our soul's journey here on Earth. Hey ladies, are you curious about doing your inner work? Are you ready to dig deep and start loving yourself on a spiritual level? Are you interested in reaching a higher level of consciousness? If so, then this may be just what you're looking for. Spiritual Cardio is a course in transformational wisdom that combines traditional spiritual practices with real life experience. At Spiritual Cardio, we heal in community where we can be vulnerable and raw because when one woman speaks her truth, she begins to heal and she opens the door for another woman to speak hers. At Spiritual Cardio, every lesson is designed with you in mind. That includes practical tools with relatable real-life examples. At Spiritual Cardio, we help identify and release energetic blocks so that you can become the architect of your destiny. Head over to ValerieZapeta.com to read the powerful testimonials from previous clients and register for an upcoming session. Group and one-on-one coaching is available. All sessions are live and in real time. Now back to the show. So I'll ask you this. Are you willing to let it go? Whatever it is. Practicing forgiveness emancipates the energy that was once consumed to fuel negative emotion and allows it to regenerate to now catapult you into a higher level of consciousness. By practicing forgiveness, you're choosing to be freed from the helplessness that keeps you stranded in victimhood mentality. And how can we find our authentic selves while being lost there? Does it work? We've got to start practicing the healing art of surrendering our feelings so that those chains of bitterness can be unlocked and set us free. Several years ago, while attending Cal State Dominguez, I had a phenomenal therapist, Dr. Hershenhorn. She had me do a forgiveness exercise with my abuser and my parents. They weren't physically there. It was just me and her. And as we sat in her office, she had me close my eyes and meditate back in time to that room on that Saturday morning. She had me describe the room and the unfoldment of the situation that resulted in chaos and terror as my parents caught my abuser in a locked room with me. Aside from being a profoundly traumatic event, it was an utterly confusing situation for any five-year-old to understand. And as I described all of that, and as their voices settled down, I approached each one of them individually and said, Te perdono. I forgive you. It was a powerful visualization exercise 
tears streamed down my face as I sat in her office with my eyes closed. I left that session feeling winded and in tears. I had never practiced forgiveness before. And as I walked out of her office, I felt lightheaded and energetically I felt weightless. I felt like a spiritual heaviness had been removed. It felt like a natural high. I remember I had to sit in my car for a while because I needed it to subside before I operated heavy machinery. It was a feeling of opening the door to light. And for the first time, moving towards it, I was finally healing and my heart was opening. So this moment was a pivotal part in my evolution. So don't underestimate the power of forgiveness. It truly is a transformational practice that pushes you forward. I practiced it again and again on my own after that. It changed my life. The mind and spirituality inspire miracles if we open ourselves up to the magic of our imagination and the power of words spoken. Prayer is a powerful method of forgiveness. Praying for 30 consecutive days and asking God to bless those who hurt us, and that includes ourselves, is a transformative healing tool. And the prayer can go something like this. Dear God, I forgive so-and-so for hurting me. May you bless them in life, love, and health. Amen. Make it as detailed or as simple as you'd like, but just do it wholeheartedly. Make a list of the things you regret most and do a separate forgiveness practice for yourself. You are worthy of it. Doing this work will stir up a lot of negative emotions. That's a normal part of the healing process. Be aware of the tendency to numb because that sets us back. The healing doesn't happen in the escape. It happens as we feel through it. And keep going. It does get better. And we do heal. You can do this work with a therapist too. That's always helpful. I hope you find the courage to practice forgiveness and experience what the unknown holds for you. I gave myself permission to seek answers from a spiritual perspective many years ago and it's transformed my life. I'll leave you with this. That voice that whispers to you about your greatest pain and the voice that whispers to you about your dreams are both real. One of them is inviting you to heal while the other is trying to point you in the direction of your destiny. And both are essential in coming to understand the unique meaning of your life. It takes courage to reach down into the depths of your soul and face what's weighing you down. It's not easy work for sure, but your rebirth awaits. No pain, no gain, right? Hey, I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. All of those tear-filled prayers and meditations were cleansing. They helped me connect and sync with my soul and our soul knows where to go 
it tells us what our next steps should be. And we'll question it because our human mind likes to resist challenges. <laughs> but if we trust ourselves, which through this work, you build that trust, you will create momentum and things become more clear. You know exactly who you are and where you're going. Your courage grows while fear creeps behind. Fear will always creep behind because that's the natural part of life. But by doing this work, your faith becomes solid because you're being driven by your soul. Marines have a saying. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. There's a part of us that needs to die in order to reach our soul. The victim in us has got to go. The bitterness needs to die because it holds us back. It's like an anchor holding us hostage to the past. Salvation and harmony lie beyond doing this work. It's hard to get through, but so good for our soul. And by default, good for our heart and our mental health. There is a heaven on earth and it's within our reach by doing inner work. And what heaven looks like for you may be different from what it looks like for me. But in this work, you become the architect of your life and design your most fulfilling reality according to what breathes life into you. You get to decide who and what you're going to become from this moment forward. You have the power to heal your past so that you can create the life driven by the healed you, not the wounded you. Your hope is directed at designing tomorrow instead of being directed to the past, which could never be changed. Do the work and build your faith. I was never spiritual before doing this work. It's amazing how much I've transformed after doing this stuff. And I hope my testimony inspires you to do yours because your rebirth is possible. This is a roadmap for you. You do the work you reap the rewards. Side note though, there's always a side note, right? <laughs> if you're paying attention to previous episodes, you're never going to feel like it. You have to force yourself to master your mind. And excuses give you permission to hold yourself back. Transformation and rebirth is possible. It can start today by planting seeds of love and hope. Surrender one day at a time. Let humility dry for a while and watch it help you soothe your toxic ego while building your confidence. This is the magic of healing. It's slowly working in your favor when you think it isn't. So that's all I have for this episode. Thank you for listening. And as always, if you want to support my work, share this episode with some friends and subscribe to the show if you haven't yet. This is Valerie Z. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hey, thank you for showing up and spending some time with me. If you loved this episode, please make sure to subscribe. And for exclusive content, you can sign up for my newsletter at ValerieZapeda.com. I'll see you guys at the next show.